All right, welcome to another episode of the Next Horizon podcast. I'm Kyle Evans. This week we're talking about reading minds and building modes, the latest in AI. This week's update includes AI decoding brain signals, Google has no moat, replacing jobs, star coder release, the godfather of AI, and more. So first up, mind reading AI. So the idea of reading minds is infinitely complex, given that our thoughts are not pages in a book, but we seem to be making rapid progress in deciphering what people are thinking. In a study published in the journal of uh, the journal Nature Neuroscience, the researchers described an AI that could translate the private thoughts of human subjects by analyzing fMRI scans. So fascinating article about that uh, that we link from the New York Times and then obviously in the journal Nature Neuroscience as well. So you can check out those links and read more about what they are doing there. The implications of which are obviously in their very early stages, but could be some groundbreaking work that we're doing in helping AI understand what people are thinking. So fascinating stuff. Next up, Google has no moat. So in a linked paper from Google, one of their researchers admits that they have no moat, but neither does any other AI company, including OpenAI, uh, the makers of ChatGPT. So quoting from this one, we have no secret sauce. Our best hope is to learn from and collaborate with what others are doing outside Google. We should prioritizing enabling, we should prioritize enabling third-party 3P integrations. That one comes from semianalysis.com. So you definitely want to check that out. A number of other things uh, that they talk about in that linked leaked document from Google talking about how they have no moat. They do feel like or this researcher from Google does feel like they they still have an early lead or at least somewhat of a lead and somewhat of an advantage, but that gap is closing very, very rapidly, and there is no moat protecting them. So next up, IBM IBM plans to replace 7,800 jobs with AI. This, come from, this link and article comes from Ars Technica. It's hard to tell if AI is simply a scapegoat for layoffs and... Uh, job losses or job delays at this point, or if it's beginning to have some impact on hiring. I expect the former at this point, and the latter will come eventually. So quoting from this, IBM Chief Executive Officer Arvind Krishna has revealed plans to pause pause hiring for about 7,800 positions that could be replaced by artificial intelligence systems over time, according to a Bloomberg News report published Monday. The World Economic Forum also projected that AI will be responsible for layoffs over the next five years. So going along with this same theme of layoffs and not hiring for certain positions, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum is also projecting something similar. So quoting from their report, artificial intelligence and other economic drivers will result in 83 million job losses over the next five years amid structural labor, labor market churn according to the World Economic Forum's new Future of Jobs report. So 83 million job losses, uh, quite a lot, but I expect that there will be many, many other jobs uh, created because of artificial intelligence and other economic drivers, like they say. But of course, you know, there will be that amount of churn 
happening and how we're able to adjust to it and you know what we do to smooth that for many of the people impacted will be a really, really important part uh, that we as a society and as people need to be thinking about uh, as you know, some of this very, very uh, disruptive technology uh, impacts more and more people. And as all disruptive technology impacts people. So next up, uh, Star Coder, a state-of-the-art LLM for code has come out. So Hugging Face and ServiceNow uh, teamed up and released a new open source answer to GitHub's Copilot, which is uh, super fascinating this week, uh, and that is StarCoder. So from their blog, StarCoder and StarCoder Base are large language models for code, uh, code LLMs, trained on permissively licensed data from GitHub, including 80-plus programming languages, Git commits, GitHub issues, and Jupyter Notebooks. So I have added it to Visual Studio Code for myself. I haven't had a chance to really play around with it yet, uh, but hope to get working on that and try it out. But you can definitely start doing that as well. So some other interesting link leaks, links <laughs> from this week. Uh, Kid Genie is a cool pretty cool generative image tool specifically for kids. And you can even order shirts and items based on some of the things that your kids create from uh, generative tools that they have. Chat G, uh, you can get information about companies in industry segments. And I've you know, been doing some consulting for a company regarding software tools. And I've experimented with this along with other tools to inform some of the decision making. So it's an interesting one to check out. Uh, Notion, is also uh, came out with the ability to send uh, tasks to Notion with your voice. And I, of course, I use Notion for just about everything. So super exciting one. Uh, Slack GPT, you know, Slack is bringing AI tools in a big way uh, from multiple different sources. So super interesting to check that out. And AudioPen, this was another one uh, that was uh, doing really well on Product Hunt a way to convert messy thoughts into clear text. I tend to ramble when I speak. So this has amazing potential to take a lot of those ramblings and summarize them and put them into cohesive thoughts, which I'm I'm really pumped to be trying out. So check out some of those. Of course, all of the links uh, are in the newsletter, which you can find at news.nexthorizon.co if you haven't subscribed to that already. And of course, the link is in the show notes. And finally, doing a little bit of a deep dive on the news about the godfather of AI leaving Google and warning of the dangers ahead. That, of course, is Jeffrey Hinton, a longtime AI researcher who left his role at Google this week so he could speak more freely about his concerns with AI. Uh, and so he did that so he could speak more freely without hurting Google. And I posted a TikTok earlier this week about some of that. Um, but quoting from a New York Times article, uh, gnawing at many industry insiders is a fear that they're realizing something dangerous in they're releasing something dangerous into the wild. Generative AI can already be a tool for misinformation. Soon, it could be a risk to jobs. Somewhere down the line, tech's biggest worriers say it could be a risk to humanity. It is hard to see how you can pre prevent the bad actors from using it for bad things, Dr. Hinton said. So, I uh, totally agree with that. It's you know, obviously tremendous amount of 
power and potential as we talk about in this podcast and in our newsletter and as we talk about everywhere, but also, you know, tremendous amount of downside and risk associated with it. Uh, in another interview, which I, of course, link in this week's newsletter, uh, uh, Dr. Hinton goes on about some more of his concerns. I have sudden, I have suddenly switched my views on whether these things are going to be more intelligent than us, he said in an interview with MIT Technology Review. I think they're very close to it now, and they will be much more intelligent than us in the future. How will we survive that? So a big part of the problem is the unknown. We simply don't know what AI will be capable of. Right now, uh, we are able to harness the power of AI for incredible things, but we simply don't know what will happen when the AI we've trained becomes smarter than we are or expands outside the guardrails we create. What happens when technology begins to manipulate or even kill on its own? Or bad actors team up with incredibly intelligent AI to take down governments or society or humanity. And the timetable is also unknown. So in an article from The Guardian, quoting from this, I thought it would happen eventually, but we had plenty of time, 30 to 50 years. I don't think that anymore. I don't know any examples of more intelligent things being controlled by less intelligent things, at least not since Biden got elected. You need to imagine something more intelligent than us by the same difference that we're more intelligent than a frog. And it's going to learn from the web. It's going to have read every single book that's ever been written on how to manipulate people and also seen it in practice. He, speaking of Dr. Hinton, now thinks the crunch time will come in the next five to 20 years. He says, but I wouldn't rule out a year or two and I still wouldn't rule out a hundred years. It's just my confidence that this wasn't coming for quite a while has been shaken by the realization that biological intelligence and digital intelligence are very different and digital intelligence is probably much better. Uh, so that from the article in The Guardian, which I will definitely want to check out. And going further, of course, you know, we simply don't know. Uh, there's still hope of sorts that AI's potential could prove to be overstated. I've got huge uncertainty at present. At present. It is possible that large language models, the technology that underpins systems such as ChatGPT, have consumed all the documents on the web won't be able to go much further unless they can get access to all our private data as well. I don't want to rule things like that out. I think people who are confident in the situation are crazy. So it really is the amount of unknown and the level of confidence. It's difficult for any of us to say with confidence, or it should be difficult to say with confidence, that it's nothing to worry about or it's something to be incredibly concerned about because we simply don't know. And I... The one thing that I think we can be certain of is that it now is probably the time to get a handle on some of this uncertainty while the technology and while everything is still in its infancy. But the outstanding question is, will we be able to? So there you have it, this week's newsletter and podcast on the latest in AI, what has been going on over this past week, which is a tremendous amount as it is every week. So if you like that, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and go over to news.nexthorizon.co, subscribe to the newsletter so you can stay up to date on everything and definitely follow us on TikTok. That's at AI.nexthorizon 
for uh, this newsletter and podcast. And you can follow me as well at Kyle Larry Evans. Uh, the link's in the show notes. And until uh, next time, we will keep you posted on all the latest in AI and we will talk again.